0: Welcome to Beyond the Bounce. I'm your host, Coach McGraw, and I'm joined by my co-host, Coach Coleman, and we are bringing over 20 years of combined coaching experience for your listening entertainment. (sighs) Officials. (laughs) Coach, coach. Shut a little light on officials, please.
1: Oh, yes, this topic. um we're gonna break this down in a little bit, and we'll probably talk about officials a lot, but you know, I don't know about your area or what you guys get for officials, um, but we have some of the absolute worst, worst officials. On this planet, I, right. I, I these are guys, you know that you know. I, and I'll just start with a story. I have tons, but I have one where I was doing a JV freshman tournament. I was hosting it. Okay. I was in the hospitality room eating my homemade burritos I got from a parent that okay. were very enjoyable, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there, and this ref comes in and we're talking, and this is a guy that's ref for three or four years. Now he's not going to ref varsity, but he's refing freshman J.B. ball. Okay, and he starts talking. To me. He's like, "Hey, coach, did you know I, I just found out this year?" And granted, this is a kid, this is a guy that's been here for four years. He goes, "Hey, coach, you know, do you did you know that the five second call changes when they pick up their dribble or if they dribble the ball?" And I said. Yeah, of course. Like, what I said, of course it changes. Like, if they pick up the possession, you have to start the five seconds over because it's a different action. Right. And he goes, "Yeah, I had no idea until I read it this year." <laughs> and I go, "But you've been reffing how, how long?" How long? And he's like, "Well, four years." He's like, "But I never even realized that was a rule." He's like, "I just counted five seconds." He's like, <laughs> "I was like, how many five seconds do you call in a season?" And he right. was like, "Yeah, it was a lot." And I go. How is this happening out here? But you know, when you have, we have a shortage of officials.
0: Right, we do. We, we have definitely a, do. We
1: have a lot of dudes that never played ball before.
0: None um, of them have.
1: Because I mean, to be honest, like I always say, oh, maybe I'll go. In have you ever played basketball? <laughs> and that, you know, and I used to when I was a when I was a young coach. I used to be kind of a jerk to officials, and I that would be the first thing is like, have you ever picked up a ball before? Like, do you know what you're doing? Um, and it's funny now, like varsity officials, it depends on who you get. But when right. you're watching those JV freshman guys, and I'm on the sidelines, and I'm just laughing because it's just these guys don't know the game. They've right, never right, done right, it right. before.
0: And I think a lot of them do multiple sports. So we've had officials that will official, be the official for basketball, and then they'll officiate soccer. Um, they'll be an ump in baseball. But a lot of these these officials, they're doing multiple sports, so it's not like they're geared towards just focusing on one sport because they love it, because they played it. It's just like, hey, I'm trying to make some cash, man. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and for me, it's just like, and yeah, a lot of these guys like there's a there's a really good freshman JV ref that I always laugh about. He always talks to me. I mean, he just in it for the money, and he he does as many games as he possibly can. Straight cash, me. And he tells me he's like, hey, I just do freshman girls. It's easy. I don't gotta move. I just stand, and you know, they travel five, six times in a <laughs> row, and I'm just sitting there. He's like, he's like, like I'd rather make the hundred twenty, hundred forty bucks I make for doing two games at this level than doing a varsity game for eighty. Um, and so when you get in that mindset, these guys do six, seven games, tournaments. I had a guy did four tournament games in a row because we had no officials, and that guy was just making money.
0: And, and we've all been there for you varsity coaches. We, we've all been there where you're you're sitting on the sideline. You're watching your JV team. You know the official that's, that's officiating the game. You're leaning against the wall, talking probably to a parent. You see a horrific call. And he looks at you and me. And he says, and, uh, "I'm just trying to get through this right now." <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> you let that go. It, it gets to the point where it's really, really bad, and I think we've all experienced this. Yeah, there is a lack of officials, but can we at least get some guys that know what they're doing? The old guys, the vets, they know what they're doing. They do a great job. Um, you can talk to them, you know. You, you you can have a conversation, but some of these other young guys um and young gals are are, it's crazy
1: yeah i mean when you when i walk in to watch a freshman game or even a jv game these are the these are the signs that you need to know when you know a bad official is coming one if the dude is wearing white shoes so you have to wear black shoes as a ref so when you walk in and these dudes got white shoes on or white parts of their shoes Number one for me right there, I know this guy's going to be terrible. Number two, the dude that walks in and says, Hey, where's your snack bar? Can I get Gatorade? That guy is not going to be good. That's the dude that you're like, okay, he's in it for the free food, and he's complaining about the nachos from the snack bar, and you're like, oh, this guy. The third guy I always laugh about is the dude that comes in on his phone, and he's 10 minutes late. And he walks right, in right, right, and he's right. checking the game and he's just like, "Hey, what's up, coach? How's
0: it going?" Right.
1: And he looks up at the clock. It's four minutes till the game's about to start. He's like, "Oh, I guess we're going to do captains." So or, it's like, or we don't have the third guy. We can to start without him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, okay,
0: you guys are both bad, and you're going to miss more calls. But you want to start without the third guy?
1: Yeah. Jesus. And and it's just those lower. And right now we're just talking with the lower level coaches. And it's just, I mean, the refs, excuse me. And it's just like. You're just seeing these guys, the guys that can barely get up and down the court, the guys that can't even blow their whistle. Those are the ones that make me laugh because they they're do not they so afraid to make a call that they're, they don't even blow their whistle loud. And so you're just like, what is happening? And it, it hurts the integrity of the game. Right. And I think that as coaches, we get really frustrated when it hurts the integrity of the game. And there's been times where I'm just laughing. I've had my freshman coach get kicked out of a game. And I'm just like, yeah, I guess I'll roll with this one. And it's just, and when they start talking to me, it's just like, no, I mean, when they're giving technicals out for little things, um, she was she, we had a, we had a technical <laughs> at a freshman game this year when, uh, when a kid took too long at the free throw line. And so they, they called, I've never seen that happen before. They called no shot. And the kid's like, I was just dribbling. <laughs> I was getting ready. And it gave a technical in a close game. And me and my buddies are just like, what is happening right now?
0: Yeah. that That's bad. Um, I had an experience last year, and I've I've never had this before, where we had um, a a female official. and, And, you know, she did other sports, but she was sitting there and she was officiating the game. She was missing every, every single call. And she started getting upset with me because I kept saying, hey, can you please look for this? They're traveling every time. Can you look for this? Can you look for this? Can you look for this? It got so bad, Coach. To the point that there were three times in the game where the other team was playing with six people on the court. <laughs> and nothing was called. And I was just sitting back and I was, I was just shaking my head. Number one, the team that we were playing was really bad. Because I'm thinking, how do you have six guys on the court just to begin with? But mm-hmm. the fact that it wasn't being called, it was atrocious. So... It happens, you know, and I think a lot of that has to deal with the fact that coaches are continuing. It's kind of like coaching. Coaches are getting younger. Um, It's a young man's game. Officials, you know, in the same light, they're getting younger, too. The old guys are are getting out of the game. So you have a lot of these young officials that are in it for the money, can care less about the game, want to get through it, get their 50 to 80 bucks, whatever, you know, you guys charge and... They want to move on. And so, the like you said, the integrity of the game is lost.
1: Yeah. And I think all of us have had this happen. We're standing in the gym. I like hear talking about... And it's about the middle of the JV, a little bit before the middle of the halftime of the JV game. And you're just waiting for that official to walk in. And you're just, <laughs> all right, just who, who is this tonight? And for me, we, we are in the boonies. So we, we we basically get some of the same officials that are willing to travel outside of for the southernmost person, uh, school in our district. So I know who's coming through those doors. And it just, when you're already at a... a at a loss you're behind because of the three officials that walk or the two officials that walk in that door you're just self-esteem and you're just like oh here we go again got jerry again (laughs) just (laughs) and and it's just like why are we getting this guy again and you know we had a funny thing happen to us a couple years ago and i guess i don't find it funny anymore there was a varsity official that was actually a freshman coach of a team in that. our own league. I remember that. And this guy, he was the freshman coach. He right. coached for another school that's in our league, drive to varsity games, and they were having him work our games in which his, school, his school was going against us in league. And finally, I, one game, finally, I had it. He showed up because he was a freshman coach. He showed up like 10 minutes late, missed the national anthem, comes in the game, um, gets there like right when the tip goes off and, and me and him, we just, we didn't like each other. We were going at it all the time. So I was upset with a charge that he called. I said, Hey, that wasn't a charge. And he said, Oh, you can't say that right there. You're telling me that you don't know anything about basketball. You lost all, all, all integrity to me. You don't know what you're talking about. And I looked at him or he said credibility. And I said, man, you showed up late. You lost credibility as soon as you walked in that door. <laughs> And if to me and I know I probably should have said it but you get so frustrated with this guy because I don't know if this guy is actually calling the right game because he's a coach at a school that we're competing against. Right. And it, and it's funny like these things that slip through the cracks where you're like, dude, this guy can't be at. Like and luckily after that I told I told my AD and he's like, "Yeah, that's that's not good."
0: You you, you know when it's really bad when pregame, you got the players together, the captains together, you have the both coaches together. And <laughs> <laughs> They're telling you, like, hey, coaches, we got to do this. You know, all that jazz. And you look at the other coach, and the other coach rolls his eyes. (laughs) You're like, yeah, this guy sucks. Like, you know exactly what you're in for for the remainder of the game. Or when, you know, they make a bad call, and you look down the sideline at the other coach and be like, man, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you apologize for their mistake. Um, And it's weird. It seems like it's happening more and more. You know, I'm not the type of coach that blames any defeat or any loss on a, on, on an official. I, I just I don't worry about those things. I worry about what we can control and not what we can't control. Um, and I think it's a, a good idea not to encourage, you know, obviously your players to argue with the the officials. I don't argue with the officials or anything. But what would you say a good official looks like?
1: You know, I like a guy that. He, he doesn't need to talk to you all the time, but he, he at least lets you ask him questions. So as long as you're not disrespectful, he's a guy that says, okay, hey, this is what we're doing. You say, hey, what did you see on that? And he'll like at least say, hey, yeah, you know, this is what I saw. Um, or he'll even come up to you and say, hey, coach, I missed that one. That's on me. You know, I'll, I'll keep right. looking for it. Someone that, that just is is at least vocal with you. And, and and as long as you keep it respectful, they'll at least have that dialogue with you on the court. Um and just a guy that knows the game and uh, respects it. Like I love games where I got two guys that I know no basketball and I know that they're going to call a straight even game and they're going to miss calls just like I right. screw up plays and just like I screw up my timeouts. Right. Um, but just two guys that they don't take it too seriously. And there's and I call them the GQ refs, the ones that get out there and like got their hair pretty and try to make <laughs> – they're oh, I'm here so that everybody can see me. What do I look like? How right. am I doing it? Those dudes don't work for me. Those are the ones that always tend to think that they're, they're bad than they already are and so anytime you try to oh hey what did you see there I got a it, coach it's like bro I didn't care if you say I got it I was just asking what you saw like right. you can say that's a right call you want but don't overdo it like just tell me what you see and, and that the arrogant part is not for me they're not arrogant they're like hey I know this game how can I help you those are the dudes that I like to right. I like to coach with when they're out there it's 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 a better brand of basketball
0: what was the worst thing or what has been the worst thing that you've ever said to a, an official?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I've got some that I know you said. Um, I will. Listen, guys on this podcast, don't judge me for my youth. I, I've actually gotten a lot better at officials. Um, I actually got tossed out of a JV game for saying thank you. Um, so that was probably the dumbest thing I've ever got tossed out for on my birthday. And I actually had the kid in the stands FaceTime me so I could watch the game. Um, I would say there's a couple things that I said probably with, to me that are probably the worst things I've ever said. Once I told a ref that I wouldn't let him ref a fifth grade girls' basketball game, um, and so I was pretty upset there. Uh, you know, it's pretty I, bad. I, I was pretty disrespectful to a couple of refs um, in my younger days at varsity. I don't tend to get like that. I get heated. Um there's a few guys that get under my nerves like that one guy where Jerry. I said Yeah, there's a couple guys where I get under my nerves where I say, Hey, you know, you're disrespectful but not showing up, not doing those things. Jerry. Um but like you said, you know, as a coach, as I've gotten coach old, has a problem with Jerry. Yeah, there's a there's a guy named Jerry. That's the one that threw me out for saying thank you.
0: Jerry <laughs> owns
1: Yeah, I know. So, you know, Varsity-wise, I, 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 other varsity coaches, I don't know. I see guys freaking out, throwing things, breaking things. I don't do that anymore because, quite frankly, I don't have a, have a heart attack on the sidelines. Um, but I'm here, and, you know, with refs, I try to be as, a, as respectful as possible, but some guys just egg you on, and they glare at you, and they try to get that rise out of you. So sometimes I say some stuff that I'm not very proud of.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think um, in my whole... Uh, my coaching career, I probably only had about five techs.
1: That's not bad.
0: You've been coaching no, no, all the time. You're
1: old, so no, that's, that's no But weird.
0: about five, and you know, sometimes I feel like I can push a little harder. But at the same time, I know that you know, when you have a team that may not be as talented as other teams, mm-hmm. there's no reason to make it even harder. So, you know, we get calls, you know, and the the coach that can, you 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 understand this, the coach that was there before I got there, um, just would yell and scream and curse at the officials just for no reason. And so the school, you know, got the, the, um, the reputation of having a problem with officials. So right off the bat, you know, any little chime in or chirp, you know, you're getting teed up. So I learned that early on, keep my mouth shut, you know, ask questions, try to change the perception of the school because I do think the coaches can influence how the officials will actually call the game based yeah. upon previous experiences. So, you know, we did a good job of, of turning that around and, you know, it's it's just interesting because I'm like, hey, I'm not the old coach. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong dude, man. Like, come on, man. Like, um, When we think about officials, though, too, Coach, I mean, I think about some situations that you've had where I'm like, he's gonna get tossed. <laughs> he's gonna get tossed.
1: And there's times I want to get tossed. Like I'm like, you know what? Just get me out of this game. I'm done. Right,
0: right, right. And, and it's just it's interesting to think about. Like, I mean, these guys can be really
1: bad. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Everybody listening, me and Coach McGraw coached together for for three or four years, and it's funny. I knew when I was getting too close because coaches say easy coach easy coach under his breath like because I knew that like hey you need to sit down I didn't get a lot of technicals but you know you know what really pisses me off though with refs (laughs) and just it's just the little things that I know you're gonna be bad is when you come over to me and our little coaches thing when they walk over I don't know how other states do it or even other districts do it um, and sections but for us all they do is to two or three guys come over shake my hand and say hey any questions? If I say no and they walk away after they shake my hands, that's the, I know there's going to be okay officials. Like, it's fine. Right. But the dudes that come up or the women that come up and say, listen, uh, you coach your game and I'll do my game. That's, that's the guy dopes. or the gal that you got to worry yeah, about. Yeah, because then you're already, they're already ready for a fight. And to me, it's like, hey, just come over and say, hey, do you have any questions? No. Okay, let's go. Let's go to work. Um but for those guys that say, oh, well, remember, I'm the ref, it's like, well, obviously you suck, because if you're telling me that you have, you've had issues already, like this must be a you thing, not like a basketball thing. Because I know a lot of coaches that are very respectful to refs, and they right. have a lot of issues. And that's just a frustrating thing when they do that. And in, in those refs that nitpick over uniforms, you guys suck. But it's the same kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, our home uniform is white. Mm-hmm.
0: A road uniform is blue. I get it. Why do you have a white undershirt <laughs> on on the road every time and expect like it's it's not going to be seen? So like I get I get that. And it's like, oh, coach, I thought this was OK. You, you had to change it last time. That's true. So it's just you get to the point and you're just like, you got to be kidding me. One of my biggest problems is I am terrible at names. Terrible. So, you know, we're doing the introduction, like, hey, Steve, hey, Bob, hey, Jim, whatever, right? And I'm like, yeah, Coach McGraw, cool. (laughs) And the minute I turn around and shake the other coach's hand, and, you know, I walk away and I think, what the hell was that guy's name? And then I sound like an idiot and an experienced coach because I'm like, hey, hey, uh, ref. And I forget it is a relationship. So for all you young coaches understand there's a reason why they tell you their name yeah the easiest thing to do is to to establish a relationship so just by knowing their name makes a huge difference yeah in how they call the game and, and i didn't believe this at first but i literally go back to my assistant coach and say, hey remember these names real quick because <laughs> i know i'm not going to but oh, I'm, I'm you, terrible you start to that learn too. that you start yeah, yeah. to learn like hey if i know that guy's name I can say, hey, Jerry, come over here real quick. Hey, Jerry, what'd you see? Hey, Jerry, uh, what'd you think of that? Oh, no. Come on, Jerry. You're better than that. Like, you get you you get to a point where you establish that relationship, and it carries throughout the year, and I think it's very important to establish that relationship with those officials. But uh, I think you brought up a good point. And we were talking about, you know, officials. We were talking about bad calls. Um, we were talking about how the kids don't wear the right thing. Yes. So I had a situation last year, playoff game. Okay. Now, just to give you a little perspective, um, we made the playoffs. It was my first year as a head coach, uh, new school, varsity, and uh, made the playoffs. Hadn't made the playoffs for, I want to say, four or five years. Make the playoffs. My star center... I say star because he almost got MVP of the league. Gets an earring put in his ear the night before. Official sees it, obviously. He tried to tape it and tells him he needs to take out his earring. Guess what my star basketball player says? I have all day.
1: Yes, Coach. I'll take it out right now so I can get ready for this big playoff game.
0: No, that's a real that that's <laughs> that, 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 that's a coachable kid. Guess, guess what? Guess what? My player does.
1: He definitely probably told you no, and he'd rather keep the earring.
0: Right. He proceeds in saying, "No, Coach. I'm not taking my earring out. I'm not going to play."
1: <laughs> that's just terrible.
0: We're playing a team that has a center that had seven dunks on us the day, the, the, the the game before. And so I'm sitting here. I'm trying to do a pregame speech, and he's sitting in the corner saying, "I ain't taking my earring out of my ear." These are the things we deal with. Yeah. This is the crap I got to deal with before the game. Mm-hmm. Playoff game. Guys haven't been here in five years. Star center's worried about his damn earring.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's just an earring.
0: Not to mention my. Not to mention my uh, starting point guard. Forgets his shoes.
1: <laughs> in a playoff, game. In a playoff not, game. Not a random January no, game. I haven't, I haven't been there in four
0: or five years. Yeah. Yeah. So now I got two guys that are mentally out of the game. We're playing probably the, they were the second rank, uh, ranked team in the section.
1: They won the section title. They
0: won the section title. Uh, we played them tough at home. We still got blown out. But we played them tough for like a quarter and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like we, we we got better as the year went on, and I really felt like we can compete. And we did in the second half
1: when we snapped out of it, but yeah, how does that happen nowadays, Coach? I just, these kids roll their eyes when I tell them, hey, before the game, go in your bag. When I was playing, I had a checklist on my door. Jersey, shoes, whatever. And we had that issue this year too. It's 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 frustrating. Like my starting center, I guess it must be something with centers. Um, we were going, we're trying to win a tournament for three years in a row, a tournament that we hadn't won in 25 right. years, two years before that, until me and Coach McGraw won, won the first year. And so, three years in a row, we're, we're in the semifinals against a team that had a big, a 6'4, big kid, and he was legit. And so, I had my sophomore center up when playing varsity. This was his game. I game planned around him completely, 100%. Here's what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Okay. All the way up until one minute before game, we break. We already went over everything. What we're doing defensively, offensively, starters, he's starting. This is what you're doing. He comes up to me with his warm-up on and goes, Coach, I forgot my jersey. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean you forgot your jersey? He's like, I brought white and 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 we're black. And I said, remember when I texted you and said, Hey, make sure we remember. You remember what your color we are. I gave you all the instruction. Your teammate said it, and he goes, "Yeah." He's like, "I guess it's my mom's fault." And I go, "No, it's not your mom's fault." You're a grown boy, like you had to grab it. So I'm sitting there making adjustments, 30 minutes during warmups, trying to figure out how to do this. We end up losing because he can't play and I don't have a big to stop their big. Their big has like 24 against us and we lose by like 10. And if we would have had him, maybe we win, maybe we don't. Fast forward it to two weeks later in another tournament, we play that same team. He comes up to me, he goes, Coach, I forgot my jersey again. (laughs) I thought he was joking. He wasn't, but luckily one of his teammates had an extra jersey because he was hurt that day and gave it to him. Right, this and, and, the,
0: <laughs> and the worst is that teammate that knows they're not going to get in the game. Yeah. And you're like, hey, can you give your jersey up? They're like, no, this is mine. You're like, you know you're not going to play. Just give him the damn jersey. Yeah. No. And and that's, that's some of the things that we deal with when you're thinking about, okay, look. This is insane. Like, I don't... Number one, how, how do you how, how do you get it mad and official because you have an earring in? Yeah. Number two, how do you forget your shoes? Number three, wear blue, not white. Wear the right <laughs> undershirt. <laughs> you know, number four, I get that it's a tournament. Bring both. Yeah. How many times have you said, oh. bring both? Bring both. Bring both. Bring both. Bring both. Oh, I only have my white. I thought we were blue today.
1: Like, come on. Yeah. So, <laughs> so two years ago or three years ago, I'm coaching in a tournament, and the first game of the year, or the first tournament of the, of the game, and we're and we're winning, we're beating um we're beating this team by like 25. I don't know what it is, 25, 26. Halftime comes, I start my starters. I don't know about you, but I always start my starters in the second half, no matter what the score is. And this is JV, so I'm not really that concerned about losing. But I always start my starter for a couple of minutes, and I get my bench in. Well, this kid's not playing. His parents are a little upset, really upset. And, you know, so I put him in. But I put him in. He played pretty much the whole rest of the third and fourth quarter. Um, the next day, or that day, she actually calls my AD and wants me fired because I didn't put her son in for enough because we were, we were winning by a lot. So we should, we, her son should play more blah, 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 She made this big old shit storm about how I am a terrible coach and that why does he have this many kids on the team, which I had 12 or 13 on the team, all this stuff. And she made it like a, just a huge deal. The very next day, her son forgot his uniform. <laughs> the very next day. And I'm just like, I was like, Eric, where's your uniform? Oh, uh, I, I left it at home. And I said, Why did you leave it at home? He's like, well, I just forgot about it. I was like, so you're concerned about playing, but you leave your jersey at home? Right. And and they were there. The parents were there. So I told him, I said, go tell your mom you left your jersey at home. That's why you're not playing. That's why you're not playing today. So he walked into the bench, told her. She left, and I never heard from her again. And it was just like, come on. And he got cut the next year. And he got cut the next year. And this is the same kid when I was coaching 7th grade AAU that was playing for some weird AAU program that lets high schoolers play at that level. He's checked into a game against one of my 7th grade AAU teams, and he was a sophomore in high school, and his parents were allowing him to play against 7th graders. And I stopped a tournament, and I walked over to the tournament director, and I said, hey, that kid's in high school. And he goes, how do you know? I'm like, because he plays on my JV team, and he's in my sophomore world history class. And I'm just like, what, what is, is happening, happening right now? This lady is complaining to me about playing time, and she's letting him play against seventh graders. No wonder why he can't play against high schoolers. He can't even free. He's out here getting balled up by freaking sixth grade kids. And it's just that stuff, man. It drives me crazy. It's
0: pretty bad. So... At the end of the day, let's let's go back to the initial ask was officials, right? Yeah. If you were to make like a public address announcement to all officials out there,
1: what would it be? just understand basketball like I don't know watch it <laughs> that's heavy and just <laughs> that's super heavy just, just watch the game and like learn the rules I know that sounds stupid for officials but like know the <laughs> know rules the of rules. basketball especially where you're at and what you what, what what is three seconds in the key and you know how you know five second closely guarded and you know all those little things and just like the nuances like a lot of the young officials we had an official at a freshman game right the game went in the overtime, he reset the fouls and had them go opposite directions. So it went from 10-10 fouls to 0 fouls, and they were going the opposite way. And I, I came out of the stands, I said, I said, that's not, that's, what are you doing? And he goes, that's the rule. And I said, Dude, I've been coaching and playing basketball since I was 10 years old. Right. I, I have 20 years of experience of this game. That is not the rule of overtime. And he argued with me, and he didn't change it, and our team ended up losing because we couldn't foul because we had to get to seven fouls to stop the clock. And I reported the guy, and then the next time he saw me, he goes, he goes yeah, you were right about that overtime thing. I'm like, right. how do you not know how do you that? Not know that it's just like they're ruining the integrity stop ruining the integrity of the game it's a beautiful game refs and you're getting paid that's what i always tell people you're getting paid to do it you should want to do it the right way
0: they're getting paid so
1: getting paid that money
0: yeah they're getting paid coach you just said it they're getting paid so you know whether they call a good game or they don't doesn't matter because they're gonna get Hey coaches, we appreciate you listening. We definitely want to hear your feedback on the podcast. Please reach out to us at beyondthebounce22 at gmail.com. You can drop us a line. Tell us what's going on with your coaching experience. Speak on ADs, parents, whatever it may be. We want to hear your feedback. Thank you. Keep tuning in.